it is what it is. This is the news, according to me. I don't know what that was. I pushed the button and nothing happened. That was kind of a freaky deal. That was really freaky. Because it's uh, not supposed to do that. Not supposed to do that. <sighs> anyway, it is, it's, uh, it's the end of the year. So that's all we're going to say. One more show. Uh, possibly two. I guess, no, there's only going to be one. So is, is it uh, is Sunday night? S- Sunday is New Year's Eve, I guess. So, so Monday will be the start of the new year, January 1st. And I don't know if there's going to be a show. Uh, there's, next week is an incredibly long, long week for me. Um, I have been all over the place. Uh, yesterday, I came back from Key West, Florida. Key West, Key West, Key Largo, Key Largo. Key West. Key West. Yeah, Key West is where I was at. <sighs> Wasn't there very long, but I, but it was, um, and I was also, let's see, where else was I? Well, I was in Chicago for a couple of days, but I was, I was in, uh, I was in Columbia, Missouri uh, this last week. And I have to say that that's a really nice, nice town. I, it, there's, um, I mean, you know, every town's got its issues, but it's, it's, the people there were incredibly nice. Uh and it happened to be well, – part of this happened to be probably because of the hotel I was staying in. It happened to be pretty nice. Um, the gym was incredible. It was amazing. It was a uh, – one of the best gyms I've ever been in, and it was a hotel gym. I mean, I'm talking gyms in general. And it was uh, – it was uh, you know, I would say it was better there than – Than uh, a lot of a lot of gym memberships I've seen. I, I haven't had a lot of gym memberships, but I, I just know that it's it's you know about as good as any. I've never had a membership at gym at Planet Fitness, but it's true. <laughs> I've seen inside of one once, and to say I, even even uh, is it Anytime Fitness? I think it's called. I've looked around in a couple of those. I have to say it was, uh, and they didn't have anybody in there like t- you know trying to sell you a membership or anything, which was nice. They had every piece of equipment and, and two of everything, everything that you'd ever want. I mean, it's pretty amazing. But I digress. I had the uh, – I had a beautiful pool too. I didn't get to use the pool. I'm going to I'm gonna start using the pool in some of these places. Like a lot of the places we go to in the north here uh, that I travel to, um, a lot of times there's an indoor pool. It's, and it's very well kept. And I, I love to swim. and I, I can't swim in the wintertime, of course, in the you know, pools and stuff. So I – at least in the lake here. So I have um, the option to go to pools there in the hotel. I just might have to start doing that. Anyway, aside from all that, I'm sorry. Sorry there hasn't been a show all week. This is the first show. And it's, it's, it is December, Thursday, December 28th, 10 a.m., 2022, 2023, 2024. It's, uh, it's 2023. It's going to be 2024 here soon. Um, it's not yet, though. Got a couple more days. So I hope all of you had uh, you know had a had a fine Christmas, had time with your families. Maybe you haven't haven't had that. Our, our family is actually getting together today, so we're we're not we haven't had gotten had a chance to get together yet until today. And I'm going to turn off my uh, dehumidifier. It wasn't running when I started this. I'm I'm at home right now at the home studio. I uh, I'm going to attempt to have a show tomorrow morning at the worldwide headquarters, the last one of the year. I'm going to kind of go out with a bang. 
if the thing everything works. That's that's the that's the that's the theory anyway. Tomorrow, um, possibly going to be a live show tomorrow at nine o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's the the plan is to have a live show tomorrow. Uh, last one of the year. We'll see how it goes. Uh, never know what's going to happen on a Friday, uh, especially with my my dear lovely wife is taking off today and tomorrow. Uh, uh, when she's off, I, I never know what my plans are. It just kind of goes that way. I don't, I don't know for sure. I don't, it's hard to tell. So I will have to, uh, you know, tread lightly on making my plans for tomorrow at 9 o'clock for the live show. So I have uh, in my cup this morning, I have something that's kind of standard, but kind of not. You're, you're going to have a hard time guessing this morning. It's, it's uh, of course, the regular chai, the creamy chai. But I have sweet and creamy creamer. Never tried it before. My wife decided to get it for me. Uh, it doesn't have much flavor. It's just kind of sweet and creamy. It doesn't have, doesn't really have any flavor. It's, it's, it's okay. It's good. It's not bad. It's, it doesn't taste bad. It's just not, uh, you know, it's not that almond joy, Cinnabon kind of flavor that I kind of like, but it, it's, it's, it's good. It's not bad. Now in my backup cup this morning, I have some things that you might, uh, well, you'll never guess what's in there because there's it's a, there's a blend of some things that you one thing you you would guess anyway. But the uh, it is mostly sweet tea, I guess. I guess it's about a third of everything, really. It's not really there's a third of sweet tea. I can't remember. It's kind of a mixture of Chick Fil A sweet tea, Culver sweet tea, some peach tea from a bottle. And then I have, that, that's just a third right there. So there's a third of a third of each of those. And then I have a, a, about a half of it is, is my V8 Fusion, peach mango V8 Fusion. Another half, another, another half, another third, another third of it is something called, well, it's, I'm not sure exactly what it's called. It's, is it called, uh, what's it called? I can't remember the name of it. Cruise? It's something like that. It's, it's a magnesium supplement that's, uh, I think it's peach strawberry, or peach, peach raspberry flavor, peach raspberry flavored. And it's, it's a very strong flavoring in this stuff. It doesn't take very much. It's just a little bit of powder. It's very, very fine. It's almost like, uh, kind of like powdered sugar. That's what it reminds me of, the consistency or, or flour, almost it's that, that consistency. And it is... Um, it is a magnesium su supplement. Now, I was looking around for something to, to get some, some magnesium in my body uh, because of some, some studies. I'll, I'll tell you to talk about it in a little, here a little bit. But the, most of the magnesium pills are just they're, – they're horse pills. Man, they're huge. And I, can't, I can't stand swallowing pills. I have a really hard time doing it. I don't know what it is, but my my mom had the same problem. She 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 couldn't she had a hard time swallowing pills, even though she took pills all, all the time. But she had a hard time swallowing. I can't. I get. I choke on stuff that gets much bigger. You know, like I, I try to take. Uh, I'm taking a couple. Well, I take about six different things for supplements. You know, vitamin C, vitamin D. I take chewable stuff of that. I also take a a, a liquid vitamin D capsule, and then I also take. Um, uh, 
what is it, omega-3, the fish oil stuff. I take some of that. I also take um, a multivitamin. It's all, all natural sourced uh, multivitamin. It has a lot of vitamin B complex in it. Vitamin B is kind of a weird thing. Um, only about half the population can absorb vitamin B in their intestinal system. Most of them, most people, or actually a little over half, half the population, if you want to get vitamin B in your system, you have to absorb it through your mouth. And I'm convinced this is one of the reasons we have a, the situation we do in our country with uh, the, the obesity issues that we have with some people. Um, vitamin B is very – before I go to a workout, I'll, I'll usually work out before I have a meal. So I'll, I'll try, to, try to work out either, either doing my, my weight training or my cardio or both. I'll, I'll try to do all of that and then I – I have a meal afterwards, a fairly high protein meal. Try, you know, try to usually fish or something that's or, or chicken, something that's uh, pretty light. But and I'll have steak occasionally or, or a burger, something like that. But I try to have my, my my meal after I have a good solid workout. And I've found that if I take a vi- vitamin B dissolvable vitamin B, and what you want to do is put it under your tongue and just let it dissolve. One or two of those. And if I go on a long, especially if I'm going to go on like an eight, eight mile walk or something, I'll, I'll take a couple of them. I, I don't get that rundown feeling. I mean, you get tired. You get physically tired because you're, you know, your, your, your muscles and joints get tired, but you don't, you don't get that feeling of not having any energy. Now you don't have, it's not a boost of energy. It's not like taking a, it's not like taking a, a, a an energy drink you know, caffeine, caffeinated drink type thing. It doesn't do that. It just, it just keeps you from getting, you know, uh, I don't know, just, just feeling like you have no energy at all. You, I mean, you get, you, you get, you get, I feel like I get more out of my workout. I'm able to work out harder or at least longer without that feeling of just losing energy. I'm not saying I have more strength. I don't, I'm not saying I have, you don't have, Necessarily, but it just, the endurance, I guess, is there. There's a little bit more. You have a little bit more endurance without feeling that feeling of just going weak, not having energy to do anything. And um, that seems to help me a lot in terms of because what, what, what vitamin B does, it, help, it helps to convert your body's, it's there, it's present anyway. It's, it it kind of helps in the process of converting your body's fat, what you've stored, your stored fat, into energy. So, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of ironic when, when a person gets, feels like they're running out of energy when they're, when they're having a workout and they're, and they're overweight. They've got belly fat or whatever they've got. It's, it's ironic that, they, that they've got all that energy right there. Just, the body's just not converting it and not using it. Um, and, I, that's, and that's what the vitamin B does. It, help, it kind of helps you. So that, it's in those moments where you press into that and you get, <clears throat> get beyond the point where your body, is, you know, it's, it's blood sugar has kind of, it's done. And now all of a sudden it's, it needs to call on its, the body. That's just this way I understand. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. <clears throat> not an epidemiologist or a physical. Phys, 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 I can't even spell anything. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not none of that stuff. I've just got a bunch of opinions. I, I watch a lot of shorts on YouTube. That's what I do. Now, this one lady uh, was doing a report on, and the reason I'm taking magne- magnesium supplement now, um, there was a, she did this exhaustive report. Uh, service study uh it's very good uh 
information and she just they tracked all this stuff over millions of people <clears throat> apparently and they have found that especially in the, in, with the regard to pancreatic cancer now i'm i'm kind of, kind of concerned about pancreatic cancer because it's it runs on my family it runs on my dad's side uh, my dad died of it my grandpa uh, was in his 90s and got – it's pan pancreatic and testicle uh, – test, uh, testicle cancer? Testicle, yes. Uh, uh, oh, what's the other uh, – testicular, uh, testicular cancer as well as uh, something else. It's, it's – but, but mainly, especially uh, pancreatic cancer um, – Apparently, having a higher diet in magnesium reduces the risk of pancreatic cancer by 50%. 50%. That is significant. So I've decided – and it's, it's not necessarily that you have to have you know, supplements every day and you're not going to feel it. Now, I felt like I sleep better with – I don't. I don't know what's going on with that. Vitamin D, um, the liquid vitamin D, and it's helped me sleep better at night. But now magnesium seems to be helping me sleep even even better, better. So, but it also it, it's got it's it, so it has more of a long term effect. I think than uh, now I haven't had I haven't really had any joint aches and pains, uh, kind of, the kind of inflammation type aches and pains that I had since I started been taking uh, krill oil. The, the, the fish oil stuff, which I think seems to be making a difference. The multivitamin, I've, I've noticed, if I have that every day, it, it really does help. Seems, it seems to kind of balance my diet. I, I, it's, um, I, I just think having the, having the proper vitamins there when, you, when your body needs them, I think, is, is kind of the key to this. It's not necessarily it's going to make you Superman. It's just, it's just that when your body needs to recover from something or when it when it's, you know, when it's, needs to fight off something or – uh, the building blocks are there. You know, it's just your body has a chance to use them. If you're traveling a lot like I do, um, it is really hard to eat well. There's a lot of fried food out there. There's a lot of times where there's just nothing else open and you have no choice and you're hungry. And it's either try to go to bed and sleep hungry, which is hard for me to do, or eat something that's, you know, that's light and can be. But I, and I felt like if I'm, if I'm, Staying with my vitamins, it, seem, it just seems like I have an easier time uh, balancing some of those things. My body seems to be a little bit less prone to uh, having conniptions. <clears throat> not that I've, I'm not, I can't spell conniption. I'm not sure how to spell it. But like I said, I'm not, a, not, not a, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. But it, it just, it does seem that uh, there, there's some legitimate studies out there for magnesium being a, a, a kind of a, a serious cancer fighter when it comes to certain, certain types of cancer. So, so I'm starting that. Uh, here I am, you know, last 20 years of my life, hoping, hoping to you know, get, say, cancer-free here for the next 20 or 30 years. And just, you know, just in, I'm not going to be – I just want to be able to enjoy my best – live my best life at, at the age of whatever I'm at. And, you know, not, not to be – not going to run any marathons. I just want to be able to get through the day and feel good and not, not have aches and pains, go up a you know, set of stairs and not feel like I'm falling apart. And then so far, it's working. So, so there you go. It's my health tip of the day. Health tip of the day.
and nobody cares. The um, so let's let's look at this. Let's look at the the year that we've gone through. Let's let's just review. Tomorrow's going to be kind of a year of review, a year in review. I guess that's. A, I know everybody else does this, I'm, but I'm, we're going to talk about things that have happened this year because I think sometimes we lose track and we lose we lose. Um, you know, the the news cycle happens so quickly, and we we tend to lose track of things that have happened over the past year, good and bad. Uh, both politically, economically. Um, I'll talk a little bit about the weather tomorrow, what's, what's going on with the weather, you know, the trends that have happened, and some of those kinds of things. So we're going to go over a lot of things tomorrow. Probably going to be at least an hour-long show. And um, just kind of review some of the things that, that we maybe have forgotten that have happened in the last year. And what has happened to society in the last year. Um, just, you know, some, some incredible things have taken place. So we're, we're going to talk about some of that. And um, one of the things, of course, we're going to talk about is the, the, you know, the Trump indictments and the lawsuits, the, all the stuff that's going on with the campaigns. But then also just what's happening, you know, economically with our country. What's happening with the news and how the news has changed. Um, the differences in, you know, things that, you know, like Tucker Carlson leaving Fox and some of the things that we kind of held as kind of a, a normal staple, you know, or the, the standards that were there that have changed. The, you know, Elon Musk taking over Twitter, those, those kinds of things. Um, you know, Elon, I guess Tesla just introduced their, their, their robot now. iRobot is now out there. And uh, it's kind of creepy. I mean, where are going to be in 30 years with that thing? It's going to be crazy. So... I don't know if you can hear in the background, my dog is barking, and I'm not sure why. Um, my wife had gotten up this morning, and then she went back to bed, so I'm not sure exactly what she, uh, whether she's up or whether they're, she's get their dogs want them to get up or what's going on there. I'm not, I have no idea what's going on with that. So we have a new, we have a new cat in our family. Um, we have an in, indoor cat that we never let outside. Um, it's, and he's very healthy. He's very happy. He, you know, he takes good care of the dogs. How, and that might be what the dog is barking at, actually. But the, um, we have had this feral cat around our house uh, for quite some time. Now, we ha we've had some neighbors move out of the area. A couple of neighbors have moved out. And we're kind of thinking that maybe they had an outside cat. And when they went to leave or when they went to move, I know, I know how cats are. Sometimes We had a cat once when I was a kid that would disappear for a couple of days at a time. Wouldn't come back. And then all of a sudden show up again or be gone for a whole day or come back, you know, next day. Wouldn't see him for a day or, day or two because it was an in indoor outdoor cat. And we never sure, you never, never sure what, what quite, quite was going on with that thing. And, and it, I think it was off on a hunting expedition or maybe it was looking for a mate. I don't know what was going on there. So we had, but we had, um, I was too young to figure that out. So we had, we had that going on all the time. Maybe, maybe this cat was, an, they kind of kept the cat outside. I mean, it, it doesn't seem to be terribly afraid of people. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure it's it's been it's had a family at some point, or been around people, and, and it's uh, surprisingly. Uh, now, now, last week I was home quite a bit, and um, I was able, you know, I go out and feed it, and I usually hang out while it's well, it comes up now and it, it, and eats, and it, it comes pretty close to me. Um, it was or at that point it was. My wife had a chance to, to go out and spend some time outside while I was gone for the last four, 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 four days or so. And 
she was actually able to pet the cat, um, at least to get you know, get it to rub up against her and kind of she could kind of hold her hand out and she would she kind of pet pet its back a little bit. Um, still a little bit skittish, but we'll, we, it'll eat. You know, it will eat. We have a little place where it can come in and get get food uh, up to up near the house where it's kind of covered. It's it's a covered spot where she can kind of come in and get some food. And so we've we've got that taken care of. Um, so just get food and water, that kind of thing. And so far, it hasn't been terribly cold here yet. Uh, we've had some cold nights, but not it hasn't been too bad. And so so now um, we're, we're trying to get her to the point where we can befriend her. Probably by the end of, by the end of the month in January, I would I would think we probably should be able to get her into a, a you know get her into the vet. She'll trust us enough; we can hold her and that kind of thing, and she'll be fine. But she. Um, uh, seems to be fairly healthy. She's grooming herself very well and doing that kind of thing. Takes peace. But there's something. She's got a little part of her ear missing. I think she may have gotten into a little scrap with something. Not sure, a squirrel or raccoon or something. I don't know what. So we're kind of trying to watch what's going on with her there. And uh, so, so this we've got this new cat now. We're trying to take care of. Of course, our dogs are outside. Go outside quite a bit, which is a kind of a conundrum because we don't want the dogs to scare off or chase the cat and, and they're they're pretty good with they're, they're not vicious and you know they don't go after no, they'll i think i'm not sure the one the aussie the australian shepherd i think would just probably try to herd her into the i don't think he would try to hurt her but but herd her he, he tries to herd squirrels he tries to you know he tries to corral them up basically just chases them up trees and that's pretty much all that happens with those i don't think he know what to do if he caught one Rabbits and squirrels, he'll go after. Mostly squirrels. Sometimes birds, but it's kind of weird. So the, the, I'm sure he's, ch- he's, and he's chased the cat a few times because the cat will go up to the front part of the house, which is where we usually let the dogs out. And I've, I've seen the cat out there a few times, but norm- normally the cat hangs around the back. So in an area that's kind of fenced in, do- dogs rarely go there unless we, we leave the house and sometimes leave them in, that, in the fenced in yard. So that kind of create, creates this conundrum we've got. Anyway. Having said all that, uh, moving right along, the the political situation this week, of course, has been fairly quiet. But there have been a lot of weird things happening uh, with regard to Christmas. Uh, some of the things that have been said by some people in the squad. What's, what's this one this one gal now who's her head is completely shaved? Uh, she's a congresswoman. I'm just I'm tired of Congress representatives. Just having a political agenda. They're, they're no longer representatives. They're social activists. And this is getting really frustrating for me. They don't, they don't want to represent the people in their district. They don't want to represent anybody. They just, they just want, to rep, they want to represent the, the minorities. No the, no, the minorities don't get special rights. This, the way it should be is nobody gets special rights. Everybody just gets rights. Everybody gets equal, equal rights. Let's, let's make sure that they get equal rights. How about that? Instead of special rights. It has gotten out of hand. It is ridiculous. And it's, it's all stems from a philosophy and an ideo- ideology, in my opinion, an ideology that is based on vengeance, unforgiveness, bitterness, and hatred. Now, I think I'm going to write a story. I, I was 
So I was going to sleep last night. I was kind of thinking through this whole process and how, you know, it, it just seems like people have been lied to for so long. And there are people who've made their money on the lie. They've made their living from the lie. Their popularity and their power that they have is all based on this lie. And they continue to – they have to perpetuate the lie in order to stay in power and stay – because they'd go out of business. They would, they would lose their business if, if things were, were healed. If the nation was healed, they would lose their business because they so – they have to perpetuate this idea of systemic racism. Systemic. It's systemic, which means we have to tear down the system. Which means the foundation is, is, is bad. Well, the foundation is what brought us here. And it has continued to be better and better until this, in my opinion, this poison, this sickening ideology has crept in and started to wedge its way into the foundation of our, of our nation, of our ideology, of our founding. And this whole idea that we have a, a nation made up of sovereign individuals. I don't want to go too far into the whole word. word there's a thing called the sovereign man movement. Uh, it's, I don't want to get too far off into that, that lane, but there is something to be said for that. There is actually uh, some precedent. There is, there is actually some, some grounds for that, their, their, that whole movement. But it's, it, it gets a little bit overly radical because there is – it almost goes to the point of controlled anarchy, which is uh, – I'm not going to get into all this stuff. But it's, it's just – I'm not a geopolitical expert. <laughs> Much like what we see going on in Gaza on a larger scale, this, is, this whole thing with Gaza and, and Israel. Now, I want to be very, I want to be very clear about my – thoughts on Israel and some of this anti-Semitism stuff that's going on. Here's, here's my – I'm just going to share some opinions if you don't mind. If you just, just humor me for a moment. These are just my opinions. I'm not reporting on the news. This is just my, my opinion of what is happening in terms of ideology in our nation and what's ha where, we're, where we've, we've gone and where we're heading. Because of what happened with the Holocaust, there has been this – understandable and yet unbalanced reaction to anything that's anti, can, deemed to be anti-Semitic. And this, the same kind of thing happens with racialism or racism based on the African-American or black American people of color, whatever the term is we're supposed to use now. And this same kind of reaction tends to happen. Um, for instance, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. That is a reference, and everybody knows what it means. Not everybody knows what it means, apparently. But, but what that reference is implying is that they will be free from the Jews in all of Palestine or where Israel is now. They don't want a two-state solution. They want a one-state solution, a one state that has no Israel. 
Now, I want to be clear on this. There is a difference between the Jews, the people of God, and the nation or the state of Israel. Israel, the state, is not God's chosen state. Jacob, Jacob, Israel, his descendants are God's chosen people. So there needs to be kind of this distinction, I think, between the religion and those who would call themselves Jewish by descent. Jesus made it very clear. God can raise up children of Abraham from these stones. In other words, just the physical ability to be born of a Jew does not make you a Jew, does not make you a believer, does not make you special. Everybody's special. So I think there's this, this a little bit of a cloak and dagger thing going on here where much of, I think, what is called anti-Semitic and what, what is blamed to be or, or this excuse that to, to, be, to use, oh, you're anti-Semitic. Now, I, I, I see people getting, getting nailed with that occasionally. I don't, I don't believe they are. I think, I think they're just – they have an opinion about Israel. They have an opinion about some of the governmental politics going on over there. They're not anti-Jew. They're not anti. You know, it's, it's to, and some of some people have have opinions, and they're just misinformed or badly informed. Some people have opinions the other direction. They are definitely anti-Semitic, and don't even realize it. And I think the reason it it, it feels like such a much more heinous crime is because of what happened in the Holocaust during World War II. There's, that's why there's such a reaction to that. And, of course, the, the reaction here in, the, in this country is slavery. What happened to – there's, there's just all the things that have happened in the past. And the people who keep those things perpetuated, who don't really want to see healing happen or, or forgiveness happen, because that's – they continue to use those as a wedge to maintain power, to maintain some kind of a, a lever – over those who would be their oppressors, supposedly. So as we go through this season into the new year and all the things that are happening and the things that, are, that we see around us, I, th- I think it's important that we are able to maintain a balanced perspective in the middle of this whole thing. It's, it's, it's very easy to follow along with the talking points And not back up and really get the the full picture, or the you know to to listen to the other side, to hear what they're actually saying, and then to to evaluate what the spirit of what they're saying is. I think that's important just to also understand. There there are ideologies that are based that some of this stuff springs from. Uh, who was it? I was just recently just just recently something I was watching was it yesterday or the day before I was listening to this speaker 
And she had to, this, this is a fine example. It's to, kind of totally off the subject, but she was talking about, she was talking to Candace, Candace Owens. Now this lady was a, she's a sex worker. She's a prostitute. And she did a study about prostitutes in the Bible. They're all, and she says, she says it this way. She says, she says, prostitutes are very popular in the Bible. And she goes on to talk about how many prostitutes there were. And, and she considers concubines sex workers. Well, David had, you know, this many sex workers and he had this many. No. Uh, just totally redefining all the things in Scripture that you, you just don't, you don't, you're redefining it to make it match and fit your, what you want it to say. Um, Candace did a very good job of navigating that, by the way, as she usually does. She said, you need to really get into a, an actual Bible study and, and figure this out because you're, you're really going down a, a really bad road. And she, you know, she didn't try to give her scripture, didn't try to give her you know, instruction. On, just said, you, you need to get with some people who are grounded in the word and know, know what's going on here because you're, you're way off on this stuff. And she was developing this whole theology, this whole ideology around this whole idea that there were sex workers all over the place in, in Scripture. And, and I've also heard other things about, you know, I guess there's this, there's this new nativity scene somewhere. It's like, it was at a church in New York or San Francisco or wherever it was, I'm sure. It could have been in Chicago, I don't know. This nativity scene that has... No, Joseph has another woman. woman. There's a woman in the place of Joseph. We want to, you know, because it's okay for two women. The families aren't always what they, you know, there's, there's a lot of ways to define what a family looks like. How sad and how sick is that? The only way you can do that in your head and get away with that in your, in your brain is to look at the story of Christ, of Jesus, of his birth, the factual information that we have about, about his birth, and then to think of it only as a story or a fairy tale, like Disney does with their little fairy tales where they can change genders or ethnicity of certain characters in their stories. The story of Jesus' birth was not a fairy tale. Now, the nativity, as we'd see it, didn't necessarily happen. There was not this, you couldn't have gone back in time and taken a snapshot of that, that moment in time when there were wise men sitting there with this baby in a manger. It, 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 the wise men came later, by the way. It, it, all the timing, if you look at Scripture the way, the way it is, it doesn't, not, 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 when we look at it as if it all happened in one night. It, not everything happened in one night. He was born in one, one night, but it, all this stuff happened in, Way it was all going down, but it was, 
in the manger probably was a cave, actually. It was probably more of a, a, a rock structure. And the manger itself was probably made out of stone. It, it's, it, it's the place where they were would put the hay for the... Yeah, so it's just, it's one of those things where it's, we need to put some real, real life behind it. But at the same time, it's, that actual nativity probably never took place the way we see it and it's the way it's depicted. But it, it kind of, the nativity kind of encompasses everything that, that happened in the historical birth moment at that time. But some people just, they decide to just change things around, I guess. I don't know. And that's okay. Oh, that's okay. That's just as great. Because families don't are, all, there's different ways of looking at families. They're trying to destroy. Anything that tries to destroy the nuclear family is, is, is the most, it has always been proven to be the most healthy way for a child to develop and grow. By far. And yet, we have people going against that. It's a crazy, crazy world, folks. So, uh, having said all of that, having gone down this road now, but the, one of the things I, I, I think that we need to evaluate as well is where we're heading economically in our country. Um, we're being lied to every day by this particular administration who just keeps telling us that you know, inflation is now stable. Well, it's, it's stable at, at a very high rate. But gas prices are dropping. This is kind of a typical seasonal trend it goes in to particular waves different different ways and production those kinds of things all happen um, so, so, uh, here's a little interesting tidbit there are uh, natural gas fields being found now where there's natural gas there's typically oil not far away and some of the largest natural gas fields that have been found re reservoirs that have been found have been over near the Middle East um, actually off the shore of Israel within their waters. One of the largest natural gas deposits that we've ever found on the planet is close to Israel, just offshore. Now, there's others there as well, and some others have, have rights to them. One of the things that I think NATO is going to have to make a decision on is whether or not Turkey should be should remain in NATO. Uh, in, in, Turkey is the problem right now in in NATO. Is it Erdogan or whatever his guy's name is? He, he's they are not pro Western at all. Uh, they are the fly in the ointment, as far as I'm concerned. We don't even need NATO anymore, for that matter. But they are using their membership in NATO. It's they're they're planning on going. To, they're very close right now to going to war. With Cyprus uh, and, and some other, they're they're not getting along real well with their neighbors over there. Other NATO countries. Now, where are we going to if if Turkey goes to war with another NATO country? What does that say about NATO? And how does NATO respond to that? Because NATO was actually an alliance that was formed against the Soviet Union. That if the Soviet Union attacked or tried to invade, that they would all stand for every, – everyone was all in to protect them. Well, what if another NATO country attacks another NATO country? That wasn't part of the agreement. 
And there are some side agreements. There are some other countries that have side agreements and, and treaties with each other outside of those things. And of course, that's one of the problems with Cyprus right now. I think they've broken, uh, tr Turkey has broken some of those things. Now, Turkey has found in their waters, they, they were, and they were all upset about all this stuff happening uh, basically in the, whatever that little sea is that's right there that we're off the, that where the Turkey's also connected to that same sea. They're trying to control all the trade that happens. But that now up in their area where they, they've got this little sea, um, they have found a huge natural gas deposit as well. And the, the particular strait that everybody has to go through to get the natural gas through and out, they, 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 that, one of the things that Turkey did and, and is they've – there's also um, the natural gas that is going through there. They've actually plumbed it over to Russia, ironically. So – but, you know, what can you say? Because Germany was doing its thing with Russia as well. So it is a just a, just a floppable mess. I, I don't know – And I think I think Trump sees all this, and one of the things that he asked in one of the one of the debates, he he said, "Why do we even have NATO?" NATO, and I think the the thing that made people so ironically they were they were so taken back by that question is nobody has had the guts to ask that question before. Nobody's ever taken a step back and said, "Why do we have NATO?" Everybody just th thinks we have to have it. Why do we have the UN? Why why are we still in the UN? Well, it's the United Nations. We have to have the United Nations because we want to be united. We don't want to be isolationists. You don't have to be an isolationist. This, this is one of the things that Ron Paul made it very clear. Everybody call, called him an isolationist. You want to be an isolationist? You want to pull America out? Well, yeah, he did. He wanted to march his troops out of everywhere. But, but that's not being an isolationist. He said, no, I think we should still trade with, with these countries and, and try to establish some leverage with you know, negotiations and things we're doing with them. But to, to march our troops in and, and take over and to, to be the – Police of the world, in some ways, is very dangerous. It's a very dangerous thing to do politically because it, it, it creates this imbalance in many, many ways. We've, we've messed up a lot of things. Personally, I, I think going in and getting Saddam Hussein, go, going into Iraq was a bad idea. When it was going on, I was sitting there going, what, what did they have to do with 9-11? I'm not sure. I still don't understand this whole thing with 9-11. But later on, now, now, of course, now it's come out in the last year or so, like last couple of years, that you know, he kind of made it a deal. Well, you know, he came after my dad, tried to kill my dad, tried to kill a former president. Well, okay. Okay, so yeah, that, that was a bad thing. Needs to be punished. But that's, that's the kind of thing you do sanctions for. You don't send other people's children off to fight and die because somebody tried to kill your dad, tried to kill an American president. Okay, that's, you know, whatever. But now we have unbalanced an entire region. Now basically Iran runs, runs the place now. It's, a, it's just a mess over there. We don't hear about that at all because we don't want to, you know, it's one of our blunders that politicians got us into. And the whole time, it was all based on the whole military-industrial complex and a lot of other things that are going on. Now, you may have differences of opinion on this stuff. And I, I respect that. I, I, I just – it is what I'm saying is a very complicated matter. And I, I don't think it's just going to be – we can't just re, re, you know, resume a polarized idea of this whole thing. We've got to accept 
you know, the good and the bad and the whole thing. One of the things that I think um, I can't remember who, who Trump was in an interview with. This was really interesting. Um, it might have been Pierce Morgan. Was asking him questions about the murderers of the world. I think he was actually asking, asking about uh, Putin at the time. I, th- I believe. He said, well, you know, he's a, he's a murdering. He murders his you know pretty people and does this and that. And he, you know, Trump basically said, "Well, we're not innocent either. You know, we're not. It's, you know, we, we've got some some bad people too. We've done some bad things. We have we have to accept that. We we have to." have some introspective awareness and response, a sense of responsibility. Now, by and large, our nation has been probably a force for greater good in the, in the world far more than it's done bad things. However, it has done bad things. The CIA has played a, a role in some very nefarious activity around the world all at the direction of some of our leaders, the top of our political hierarchy, if you want to call it that. What is really interesting, I think I may have recorded, I'm going to play this tomorrow, but this guy goes through a study of all of the past presidents since Ronald Reagan, I think. What they were worth when they entered office and what they were worth when they left. Yeah, it was, it was on uh, Facts Matters, on Roman Momokov. Did, did a little quick, I think it might have just been a short. Barack Obama uh, increased his wealth by hundreds of times. Um, or not, uh, oh, I know Bill, Bill Clinton, I, I know, I think went into office worth like $1.5 million and left worth $145 million or whatever it was. Um, I think George Bush... George W. Bush, I think he he went into office worth like twenty million, left worth forty million, doubled his value, um, and went through all the every single one of them from from Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama. All of them increased their net worth by at least double. Some of them by ten times. I think Clinton was like a hundred times more. Of course, now he was the one who, who got us in bed with China. If you recall back when the Lincoln bedroom was being occupied by Chinese officials, about 70% of the year, it's making all these deals. And of course, that's when the internet started exploding. And that's when the import, importing, uh, you know, and of course, Nixon started that, lit that fuse. And it's, it kind of snuffled during some of the Reagan Bush years. And then it was just lit on fire during the Clinton administration and never st- never slowed down until Trump. Trump actually lost about a billion dollars worth of worth of his wealth during his one term as president. How is it that all the other presidents, these, all these other politicians have gained their wealth and Trump was the one who took a hit? Of course, then you have to ask yourself, how are they making all that money? How is all that money? How are they building all this wealth? And when you start looking into that, you start realizing the deep, deep, deep and uh, dark, seedy side, the underbelly of Washington and what, else, what is actually going on there.
It's all just a part of the game. They're fleecing us. So with that happy news, um, I think we'll just uh, maybe call this a show because I'm just kind of rambling on. Um, tomorrow is going to be hopefully a little bit more of an organized show with some inf- interesting information about the year that we've gone through, kind of a retrospective as well as something to look forward to for the new, the new year, what's, what's going to be happening. Uh, I think it's going to be one of the most tumult- tumultuous years that we have seen or that we have had in recent decades. Um, it should be interesting to see what how it all unfolds with the election and all the season, seasonal things that are going on in our current administration with the Joe Biden effect and everything that's going on there. So, folks, uh, I hope you have a happy new year if I don't get to talk to you uh, prior to the January 1st event. But if in the meantime, continue to pray for our nation. Pray for... Uh, God's not afraid of any of this. He's not surprised by any of this. He's in control, and he's got your back. God bless, folks. Have a great day.